This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. It's time for the End of Conversation podcast with funny man Damian Lemon, crazy Dominican, you know, Vladimir Camayo, my cool man from the county of Dade, Ali Muhammad. Yeah, 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 yeah. We are back. This is In The Conversation. This is Damian Lemon. And as always, on my right-hand side, I've got... El Alcalde, Vladimir Camaño. Ah, all the way from Broom Closet Studios, L.A. I like it. And on my left-hand side, I got... You got the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad, all in the building. <laughs> wait a minute. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Muhammad back. So wait, is the, is the triumvirate back? The triumvirate is back. Ah, okie doke. <laughs> Feels here. good. The triangle offense is in the building. Vlad, how are you doing? Stop us, baby. <laughs> Triumvirate? Is it triumvirate or triumvirate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. However okay. you want to say it, man. We, we done cleared it up now. Yeah, we're here. You got to flow with We're it. here. How's it going? Yeah, the trifecta. All right. Muhammad back, man. Yes, sir. Uh, you been on the road? On the- yeah, man. Um, Last time I was been here, shit, we done been to Atlanta, Chicago, Detroit, and Charlotte. He on all the black cities, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm black, oh, black yeah. as ever. DeRay Meckerson-ass <laughs> motherfucker out here. Go ahead, man. Blacker than ever. On the third. Okay, so what's what's popping, man? Tell so, us. So I'm on a tour with Miller Lite. You know what I'm saying? It's not really a tour, but it's select cities. These three, we're going to Chicago, Atlanta, uh-huh. and Charlotte, basically all summer. Okay. So nine weekends out of the summer. Ooh. Uh, we're taking uh, everyday people, uh, mm-hmm. the do-over party from L.A., and yep. then, um, Macosa Barbecue out of Brooklyn. Uh-huh. So each one of those are doing each one of those cities. So it's nine dates, and then, you know. That's slick. Yeah, and then we got a couple other throw-in dates on some other shit. What's the liveest market so far? Um, it's different, man, because each of the parties are different. We did the do-over in Chicago, which is a different kind of party. It's like more of a DJ party. Than okay. Everyday people has been showing out in, in every market, but I guess Charlotte was the best one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Had more people, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And, you know, and the DJs kind of, you know, they rocked it in a... In a rocking it kind of way, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we had a, she, they had a, you know, of course, MoMA held it down. Uh-huh. You know, that's the resident uh, everyday people DJ. But then uh, out in Charlotte, it's mm. a, what's that damn girl name? I'll find it before the end of the show, but oh, she God. rocked that shit. You know what I'm saying? She rocked that shit. And this other other DJ, uh, what's his name? False ID, he rocked it too. False ID, that's a yeah. hell of a name. So what's the, what is that record right now? You in the world, it's what's the, the record? It's the same ones that everybody know. It's still, it's still motherfucking um, bad and bougie. Okay. It's still, oh, that Rihanna shit that- uh, Which one? With Bryson Tiller. Oh, that guy. new- Yeah, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. The Maria Maria Santa yeah, one? Maria. And, I, okay. And it's, and it's wild because- you know, I'm 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 broke up on that damn song because they didn't use Santana. You know, it sounded like some they um, reconfigured. Yeah, yeah, they just sound like some keyboard Santana they had going on. So yeah. that was whack. But right. I like the I like how they riding it better than how Maria Maria was. Really? Yeah, Maria Maria was like that. 
first come to the club, it was like right. that happy hour song. Yeah, you know first crate, early crate, yeah, early music. crate music. Yeah. But they done turned that shit into this is the two a.m. joint. Really? Yeah, that I, shit come on, that motherfuckers go crazy. I I haven't heard the whole record. I've seen it popping up on Instagram. I've been hearing snippets of it. When I heard that they sampled Maria Maria, and then I heard what I heard. It kind of turned me off. I was like, I don't want to hear Maria Maria nah, remake. They, 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 they not they're a totally different song. They, the okay. lyrics are totally different. Oh, all right. You know what I'm saying? It's about, you know what I'm saying? It's about sex and all that. But, oh, all right. You know, Bryson, what's his name? Bryson Tiller? Mm-hmm. He ride the beat. I love how he ride the beat. And okay. of course, we, Brianna know how to ride that shit. So. Okay. That right. shit, that shit, them motherfuckers go crazy. Man. I gotta shit. check it out. What about that Playboy Cardi? Is that getting? What, what song is that? What's the? What's the in uh, New York, I merely rock. I hide it in my I, socks. You ever heard that shit it's called Magnolia? They yeah, but saying see, that's the song of the summer. And see, I'm we, like, mm. these two events are kind of like you know they more avant garde. Okay. So, you know what I'm saying they they more exploratory with the music. Okay. So you know what I'm saying you might not get deep trap. You know what I'm saying okay. you gonna get surface trap at best. Okay. You know what I'm saying. Okay. Uh, do over, you might not get no trap. You might not get nothing. You, you might know, get, you get some, some break ambient. Beats, you know what I'm saying? Ambient noise before you get a trap rack. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They, they did play a couple joints in the Chicago one, but you know, the, I guess the DJ, he was catching a bad one at the time. And, uh. and he uh, he was fussing at the crowd. I guess y'all just want to hear this. <laughs> How was he catching it? They just wasn't dancing for him? Yeah, he was losing the crowd, you know what I'm saying? Because after you go all day with exploratory right. this and exploratory that, it's DJ Wanda, he kind of rocked it, and Tony Touch, he rocked it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? They knew how to balance it out, but then some guys, they went too far left. Right. And, you know, can't, you know, it never caught, never caught a groove where the people could just constantly party, you right. know what I'm saying? Right. He never connected. He never connected. You know what I'm saying? So that was that was that was funny. And I was I was at a day party that was outside of my jurisdiction. Mm-hmm. I just went to it to holler at my homie. And um, you know, it was a full on club in the middle of the day. And it was weird because the DJ, he was playing the records. But you know how some DJs they'll blend the records or they'll just they'll get it going right. for for a little stretch and then they'll stop. Just to and, let you know. And talk. Right. This nigga, he wanted a crowd reaction after every record. Which so, so he'd you know, go like, to the crowd. What y'all you know, like? He'd play the record. You know, something. He play bad and bougie. Then start the record. Then play something with a long ass dramatic right. intro. And then be like, "Yo, say we need y'all to get it popping up in here." <laughs> <laughs> like nigga, you're working me, man. Oh, high maintenance ass DJ. <laughs> Just play the music, man. Let the music get everybody oh, high. Man, Choose I, the right song, right. man. You ain't got to do all that. I don't like too many demands from the DJ. <laughs> I don't like that shit, especially when it's especially when it be money related. If you win this bitch. Right Right now, and you got about forty thousand dollars in your pocket. I don't know who would ever say no shit like that because that'd definitely be set up for a stack up. <laughs> anyway, um, man, it's good to have you a, back. I've man. never seen. Go ahead, Vlad. I've talk. A, I've never. I've never seen a DJ bomb. Like I've never. Oh man, DJ's bomb. Oh yeah, man. Motherfuckers start walking off the dance floor. You know, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know your time is up when them was at the bar getting drinks. Yeah, man, it's it, it's a, it's you'll I've see. I've never it. seen a DJ ticket. Oh, that's that's interesting. Huh. Oh man, dude. Yeah, go no. to more parties. <laughs> yeah, you gotta go. You gotta be in the world, Vlad. It is. You'll see it immediately. It's and it's apparent when it happens. And does the DJ typically like? He typically shit on the crowd like, yeah, yeah, y'all ain't with it. Sometimes, Sometimes. I mean, the DJ got it. It's like a comedian. You just what you, you're not using jokes. You're using music. Right. So when you lose them, you got to acknowledge the fact 
not that you lost them, but you got to bring them back. You got to key that energy up. Yeah, you got to start over and yeah. and, and, and and go it from ground floor, you know what I'm saying, build it back up. Yeah. Because a lot of times cats get, get in their feelings and they just try to play a hit after, then they go for another hit. And right. then at this point, you know what I'm saying, you done lost them, you ain't got no groove, you ain't got no momentum. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, they might dance to the one song, but then you drop another hit, but that hit might not be good with that hit, right. the one that just played before. So, you know, it gets real funny. In that, you know, you have to DJ and, you know, a lot of people think you can just get on the computer and play songs and shit. Nah. But DJing is, you know what I'm saying, it's taking a whole room of people and bringing them together under one, you know what I'm saying, like one nation under a group. On a like journey. Funk, Funkadelic say. Right. You had to bring everybody along this journey right. to get them to this place in order to rock that bitch. That's a saying? good DJ. That's a good DJ. Yeah. And then you drop the hit at the right time once you got them all ready and you know what I'm saying right. they already having fun right. that's the whole point is you gotta have the people having fun if they ain't having fun yeah. it don't, it don't really matter what you drop cause you know what I'm saying well you still gotta be able to to dictate the party right and then like cause we used to call not just the hits but the hits and there's certain other records that are, we used to call them crutch records mm-hmm. you know what I mean obviously if you play fucking mask off you probably gonna get a reaction Unless you play it at the wrong time, but if you just go with the obvious hit shit, you're not you're not showing any real point of view as a DJ. Right. You know what I mean? But then it's like, uh, yeah, I think I think when you can when you can throw them hits in there and at that hot record in there as like the icing, then you just a bad motherfucker because you're not dependent on right. the latest shit. That's the difference between I think a record player right. and a DJ. And I, my man who was at this day party was definitely a record player because he was playing hits that didn't even match. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was like, come on, man. But another thing about being out there and shit was, you know, again, y'all y'all be on the road all the time. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? You and Vlad, y'all travel and, and do shows. I don't really do that shit. So this is new to me. But- I ran. You say this every summer when you on tour. You know, <laughs> y'all be on the road. You know, I, I, I wasn't on the tour that much last year. I, I, I hit some spot dates that much. You know, so this summer I'm booked all summer. Ah, to motherfucking September, oh, nigga. Damn, <laughs> can you still do the pod? Yeah, okay, I'm, cool. I'm on the weekends, man. Shit. You know, I'm booked. No, I try not to book Tuesday. The only reason I missed last week because I I was on. I had a flight at that time. Oh shit, I gotta make sure I got your current information. You know what I'm saying? Nah, man, I'm here, baby. Hilarious. I'm here, baby. What okay. did you do? What is you doing, D? I'm here, baby. All right, well, talk to us, man. What's up? What was the nah, question? But, but you 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 run into the conversationalist live in person. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I was running into people like, like hey, you Muhammad? I'm like, uh, you from Miami, right? I was like, oh, shit. Who they know all your information. Like, now I listen to the podcast. I'm like, oh, shit. That was new to me. Your fans out there. Yeah, that was, that was new running to the people who actually listen to the shit. Nah, the fans is out there. The fans is on the SoundCloud. Some cat jumped on the SoundCloud was like, y'all just want to shout out Mr. Muhammad just for holding it down. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't on the pod, but he was like, I just feel like I need to shout him out. Let me holding it down. I was like, all right. That's what's up. Cats is out here showing love, man. Nah, man, it's all good, man. Yeah, man. But, you know, but, you know the, the hardest part, you know, is Ramadan right now. Oh, yeah. So you know, I'm fasting, and you right. know what I'm saying. So it's, it's you got to figure out what you're gonna do out out there when you in these cities. Because usually your default is go get something to eat, 
know what I'm saying? Oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> so, when you don't, when you mean like when you know the city, when you're, what you mean? No, like when you drop in the city, like, oh, when you ain't got shit to do. Right, you can't even do that. First thing you gonna that. do is hit Go the restaurant. Yeah, you know but you can't do that, so you gotta, you know, figure out a nice little routine. Damn, shit. what you been doing? <laughs> we went to see All Eyes on Me the other day. Oh, yeah. It was, you know, we was fucking around in Charlotte. It was boring. We went to see All Eyes on Me. What you, I was about to see it this weekend at the same time. I was like bored. And I was like, you know, I should go see it. But we was going to. Well, we we had some shit planned. But talk to us. All Eyes on Me. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how many of y'all already seen it or not. But really, I'm about to talk this talk about it. Uh, uh-oh. It's a Muhammad review. Nah, it's not. A, it's, it's 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 one of them things where the shit was so close but so far. Ah, all right, talk to me, <laughs> you man. You know what I'm saying? Like, like they had certain certain actors were like dynamic and dope, and then other ones went extra like it was a play. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, like a stage play. You know how you talking loud, your right. eyes bugging, bugging your eyes and shit. Overacting, overacting and Ugh. shit. It had some of that. You know what I'm saying? Riverside, motherfucker. Yeah, that was like the Afeni character, but she was like uh, all bug eyed and overacting and shit. Ah. So, but then you have stretches of the movie that was like good. It's like bad sequencing. It was like I heard the sequence. I heard it jumps around yeah, a lot. Yeah, the first two minutes, it, you went through three decades and shit. Like, God, God damn, damn. Can a nigga settle into the movie uh, but you know what I'm saying that shit was bumping the music <laughs> it was knocking that shit was knocking right. I don't know if the theater we was at just had some extra sound okay but that shit was knocking when the music came on you forgot how bad the shit was it was, like, it was a party yeah it was, it was it was good you know what I'm saying but it's just certain shit that they just did that just didn't make no sense but better music drops than Straight Outta Compton no Straight Outta Compton was, was that shit got some that shit they did that shit right so <clears throat> is it work? Is it is it Fire Stick or is it? Because that's no, what Fifty said. See, see, the thing about it is, if you watch it on Netflix, you're gonna walk away. Oh, okay. you know what I'm saying? It's one you of those gotta be invested. You, yeah, you got to be invested. You got to go see that shit in the movies. You got to be fifteen dollars in the hole. You, be, you know what I'm saying? You got to be fifteen in popcorn. <laughs> oh, you know what I'm saying? You sitting in the dark and shit. If you in your house, man, you gonna get up on certain parts. Like, let me go get something to eat. Real quick. <sighs> you might not make it through. But it's worth watching. Uh-huh. It's, like, it was a story worth telling. Right. Like, they told the story. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you saw other sides of Pac that you might not necessarily remember or paid attention to. Uh-huh. But, you know what I'm saying? It was like it was like a, a grade A after school special. Yeah. Were there, were there like, oohs uh, and ahs in the theater? Like, what was the reaction in the theater? Well, people was into it, you know. Um... I watched it in the South where, you know, Pac was really like, you know, we was in the, we was in the theater. Niggas was like, yeah, we about to watch this Machiavelli. You know what I'm saying? So it was like real Pac fans. Where was this at? Where'd you go? In in Charlotte. Okay. Okay. So there's some real Pac fans in there. So they didn't, they weren't critiquing it as much as I was in my little corner. But you know what I'm saying? It's like, they like, like certain little shit, like they played Hail Mary at a concert when he was performing at like the All Eyes On Me album release. Like mm-hmm. Hail Mary was the next album after he was dead. Oh, that's Machiavelli. That's on the Machiavelli album. He was already oh, dead. Like, shit. come on, man. Like, I heard somebody said he might have had an iPhone in the movie. That's what Fifty Cent said. <laughs> Is that boo? Is he being funny? I don't know. I might if you watched it hard enough, he might. I don't know. I oh. didn't see no iPhone. But you know what I'm saying? It was. It was. Know what it was? Know what it was? It was just like they didn't pace themselves. It was just like it went. Every scene went from zero to a hundred. It went from hey, how you doing? What the fuck? I got that. 
every, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Every scene. Uh, it's like, God. The damn. pacing was just real immediate. Yeah, it was just like they was trying to show so much urgency that it was kind of like uh, they was jumping the gun sometimes. Like, you know, that is chill. I don't know if that <clears throat> that character had to really go all the way out now, this particular scene. Let me ask you now, we had, me and Vlad talked about this on the prior podcast. Gravy plays Biggie in this movie, yeah, right? Because yeah. in the, yeah, the yeah, yeah. okay, uh, how is Gravy as Biggie? Is Gravy I mean, like he was is, still he was still Gravy? Is he like? <laughs> but you know how mother, so is he like? Is he, he like the resident Biggie? Yeah, that's hilarious. like when you saw him. It's like okay, that go Biggie. We know Big Biggie. Oh, <laughs> not, not a faith character. Oh my god. Oh, they was, got a new faith. Uh, that was that was crazy. Uh, terrible faith. faith. It was terrible faith. faith. Damn, they ain't even have a puffy. No, they ain't do a puff. I think I think that one of these side cats may have been puff when oh. after after Pac got shot and he was looking around the studio, it was a cat with some shades oh. on and his hat to the side. Oh, peripheral puff. Yeah, he was a peripheral puff. Damn. Mm. Mayno had a speaking role. I heard Mayno, Mayno <laughs> he was did, robbing yeah, shit. I yeah, said he was he did his thing. It was he did his thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it, it's 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 worth seeing at a matinee. All right, you know what I'm right. saying it's worth a matinee because if you watch it at home, man, I, I, you're not. Gonna, I'm afraid that you might not make. You gonna it. open your laptop? You gonna start doing some some work? Yeah, you Check might. You, know you might start cooking and shit. Ah. You gonna? It's gonna take you two days to watch it. Damn. Well, Ali, what would you rate <laughs> the performance of the guy that played Pac? I would. I would give him a motherfucking A plus. Wow. Because oh, real? Because because Pac is. Because you know so much about Pop, you've heard so much about you've seen so many interviews, he made so many records, you know his voice, you know how he laughed, you know all that shit. So for him to be able to pull it off, it took hella work and he did a good job because you it was wow. it wasn't many times where you looked at him like, ah, oh, this nigga. A plus, that's big as fuck. You know what I'm saying? He did a good job, man. And then even you could and because you know so much about Pop, really as far as visually and videos and shit like that. Like when they perform certain songs and he recording it in the studio, mm-hmm. he's actually making the same moves Pac made in the music video. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, damn, you know, it's just real familiar. Right. Like he he his gestures, you know what I'm saying? He pulled it off. You know what I'm saying? Some angles, you know, it like you you realize he don't really look like him, right. but. You know what I'm saying? For the most part, man, he pulled that he shit. He bring out, it man. to life. You know, you know, you yeah. su- you could suspend your imagination enough to be like yeah. Pac is in the building. Him, the cat Whoa. who played Haitian Jack did a good job. And I don't even know Haitian Jack, but the cat <laughs> just did a great ass job yeah. acting. Oh, you know okay. what I'm saying? He was convincing ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh what about the Jada Pinkett character? Cause she had some uh she had a pretty Grimm. strong Well, Jada has some pretty strong um, views on it, but the girl who played Jada, she did a good job. You know what I'm saying? You know, we all, at least, least, let me speak for myself. Mm -hmm. You know, we love Jada. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, Jada was our little. (laughs) Let me speak for myself. She was our little teenage heartthrob and shit. You know what I'm saying? She was the homie lover friend. So it's hard. It was very hard for you to look at this new chick and be like, that's Jada. You know what I'm saying? But. She did an effective job. If you if you young, you don't know Jada from the old days. Then you, she did a good enough job. I can see that shit. Yo, they, like, well, I heard. First of all, I heard Jada actually said the actors were good. They did their job, right? And they, and from what I hear, most people say the acting is great. It was just the storyline. Like Jada was like, I didn't do this, I didn't do that. Right. But no disrespect to Cat Graham, I think is who did it. Right. In retrospect, I, I fuck with Jada Pickett heavy too. Jada and Pac together in a conversation. Those are two 
live wire motherfucker, right, like two right. passionate ass right. motherfucker. That must have been some real hellified conversations. You know what yeah, I mean? No like doubt. that's I mean, crazy. And to be so young, right? You know what I'm saying like for Pot to be so young and 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 be able and to express himself the way right. he did. You know what I'm saying? It's just with so much emotion. Like you know what I'm saying? A lot of cats express themselves like through rap, right? But. He did so with so much emotion and, you know, range of emotions, you know what I'm saying? Talk mm-hmm. about his mama, talk about, you know what I'm saying, motherfuckers' struggles in the streets, talk about Brenda had a baby. Right. You know what I'm saying? He just went across the spectrum and, you know what I'm saying, his emotional range. His range is crazy. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying, he probably lived his emotional life in the years, that, the short years that he had. He probably lived out all of his emotional life <laughs> yeah, for a regular motherfucker. He was exhausted. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, shit. Like, I'm just not getting the shit that Pop was talking about. You right. know what I'm saying? He was 22, 23. This nigga was like Hallmark. You know what I'm saying? I, guess, I, guess, <laughs> I, have, I have two questions, Ali. And, of course, I'm going to watch the film on my own. But the first question is, you know, one thing uh, Shit Out of Compton and, and Ray did well mm-hmm. is that they really explored the, pu- the personal life of the characters, right? Like, what created them, what their context was for right. behaving. Mm-hmm. And then they also had the public events. Right. You know, the NWA, the concert. Did they go into Pac's personal life, or, yeah, they, or did they just kind they, of they move did. his public, his public they, stuff? They did as much as they can. Well, you know, to be fair, Straight out of Compton and Ray probably had a triple the budget, you know what I'm saying, than they had for mm. this film. But they did go into it, but it was so much ground to cover that they tried to cover, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. that when they did, it was quick, you know what I'm saying. They, you know, they went, they showed his mama doing stuff, but never in detail it was just real quick you know you know mm-hmm. he, skimming it yeah he skimmed across it you know what I'm saying they show him taking his mama to the rehab but they never show a smoking crack you know what I'm saying <laughs> just at the rehab for no odd reason no no you knew you mean you saw a buying crack but you never they didn't go into that <laughs> she like I ain't even get to smoke crack you know what I'm saying I ain't even get to smoke this shit <laughs> ain't a minute now shit <laughs> you know so so you know they, they just tried to cover so much ground and tell the story by the book, basically. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. They buy every newspaper article you ever read, every, you know what I'm saying? Right. All the public spectacles. So they had to kind of uphold all of those things, but I'm not sure how much, you know what I'm saying, how much detail and how much research they were able, afforded to do with the budget they had. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But Straight Out of Compton, see what Straight Out of Compton did that was different. Mm-hmm. Straight Out of Compton started speeding through the story too. But it was in the second half. You know what I'm saying? Right. The first scenes when they introduced everybody, they gave you shit that you didn't really know right. about the character. They went deep. Right. And they took their time right. getting into it. Right. You know what I'm saying? This one, that shit went from, it wasn't, I don't think it was 30 seconds before they switched from, you know what I'm saying, him being in the, being a little bitty boy to going flashing back to the 60s and his mama being pregnant to flashing forward to, you know what I'm saying? Him getting shot. All that shit was like in three minutes, they went through all these different yeah. decades. And it was like, man, it's hard to keep up. I check it out. No. Yeah, but I, I, got one more, I, got one, I got one more question and an observation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that question is. Tell like you in the question is, press gallery. Exactly. Yo, like no, you ain't I, on I, the I, show. I, no, 2020 I, news I, over here. You know, like He's part of the <laughs> show. I have uh, one more question. Go ahead. No, because Ali is Ali, Ali, Ali's great for the analysis. I love, I love hearing his take on things. Vladimir Kamanyo in the conversation podcast. Go ahead, please. <laughs> Ali, the good, again, I go back to Ray and, and Shredder Compton. Uh, if you didn't know those characters, the movie was an excellent introduction into them. Right. 
For watching and, the All Eyes on Me, did you have to know Pac? No, no, no. You could, you did, could, it give you, did it give you the Pac? Without nah, it, you like I said, it's a great after-school special. So, you know, you could you could watch it, right? You know what I'm saying? As a kid and be like, oh, this Tupac guy was this, that, and the third. It ain't going to give you great detail, but you could get a generic brief outline of who he was, where he came from, and what ended up happening to him. So you ain't really had to know him. But, okay. it, you know, like I said, they did, they did the, I would say they did the obvious. You know what I'm saying? They told the story as it, as it happened. I think the best the best scene out of the movie outside of the park stuff was um a man who played Chauncey in Minister Society, old faggot ass Chauncey. Clifton Powell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had the best he had the whole he had the best shit in the movie. He was an OG in the jail. He stayed shining in these he, movies. He was an OG in the jail. He stole that. He's his scene was like it was official. It was like you was watching a, some official movie shit. He the LeBron of black movies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Clifton Powell, give him his Yo, props. He, he gotta yeah. get his props, man. Yeah, he might Clifton, have more rings. You know what I'm saying? He he played that shit, man. Yeah. And it was real short, but it was a memorable scene, and he had a memorable line See, in that motherfucker. And yeah, some, off off the rip, but off just off of that, I'd go check it out because I fuck with Clifton Powell. One of my favorite Clifton Powell scenes is Rush Hour, man. When he's in the in that back room, mm-hmm. and uh, Chris Tucker walks in, and they and they they're they related, but they get, you know they got to play it off like they like they don't know each other. I don't, know. I don't even remember that scene. No, I don't remember. Yeah, that Clifton Powell's in that. Let me he's check in it Rush out. Rush Hour One. Uh, Chris Tucker goes to the the pool hall, mm-hmm. and Clifton Powell's in the back. He runs like a little like I guess like numbers ring or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he does a great job. It's, it's so funny. And they fronting like they don't. They're not related. They're funny, yeah. So yeah, because he's trying to front for Jackie Chan, like, <laughs> like he's busting in there. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. I do remember. That. I do remember. That. Oh, yeah, okay. I gotta check and it then, out. And then, and then he goes. He goes. I'm gonna see you on church on Sunday. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So man. what's happening with y'all, man? What's going on, Vlad? Uh, well, I guess the other observation I had was, uh, you know, online, uh. Jada was talking about how she always she's always she's always gonna love Pac and she's gonna miss him. Mm-hmm. Which I get. Um, Why? I mean, but you don't sound like you get it. <laughs> no, I was just curious to know how does uh, Will? Because they, you know, am I am I wrong in saying they dated? Right? No, that's not that has. Oh, they never con- dated. That's not confirmed or denied. They just been. They was, you know, what I'm saying real cool. That's all we know. They never said they dated. All right, so I'll, I'll take a step back. Spec- uh, that's, a, that's, a spec- that's a speculation report my, right my there. Observation, my observation dies right there. I'll All right, I'll, t- I'll take a step back. I like that. I will not proceed. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. With that observation. Nah, they, from, from my understanding of it, they were just really good friends. You know what I'm saying? They probably was like twin spirits or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Where, where they, you know, they really connected. You know what I'm saying? They met in high school. You know what I'm saying? Pop, you know, they showed this in the movie. He was, they was, he was having a really rough time at home and shit. Right. And, you know, they've been moving around and, you know, stepfather got, you know what I'm saying, arrested. They raided and shit. FBI was following them. They moved to Baltimore. And he was finally getting settled in. And that was somebody he connected with on a real level. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, you know, I, I, I understand it. You know what I'm saying? When you, when you connect with somebody like that, then, you know, it ain't got to be nothing else because that shit is enough. Mm-hmm. Shout out to uh, all the connections. Our homegirl Bev, our homegirl Bev had an interesting. It was kind of eerie, actually. Okay, what uh, happened? Bev put a, I think it was a tweet or a Facebook post out. She said Pac called her mm-hmm. the night before he passed away. Mm. 
something along those lines. But she yeah, he invited her out to the club. You yeah, see, Bev, Bev yeah, been around, man. Bev was yeah. out, been outside and and really out in the world. So yeah, you know what I'm saying. So yeah, that should be real. She she not she don't be bullshitting. She knows no, some I things. Know. I can't wait for her to write the book. Yeah, it's gonna be a good ass book. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the world. I was we was in Miami one time. We was in Miami and um and it was uh. <laughs> my sister was doing a birthday party for her husband <clears throat> and it was at the Shore Club and it was me, Bev, my wife, and a couple other people. I think Tracy was with us. And <clears throat> and um and this was fresh off of Ray. Uh uh Jamie Foxx was standing he was coming in the Shore Club the same time. We was coming in the right. Shore Club. And <laughs> and uh so he's talking he's telling the story to Bev and you know what I'm saying, he was talking about somebody he used to work with that don't work with him and how how offended he felt that the guy, you know what I'm saying, didn't work out, you know what I'm saying? He was and he was talking real close and he started like almost like, yeah man, we be talking and I be telling him my stuff and stuff. And the whole time he talking, he like he like hitting a hitting Bev on the titties with his fingers. Oh, like he, he was, was tapping him on like he was playing the piano almost. Like he was just every every you know what I'm saying every time he you know inflect he tap on the titties and Hilarious. shit. Hilarious. And then, oh. <laughs> then I was like, hey Bev, why you ain't saying nothing when he was tapping on the titties? He's like, nah, that's good for the book, baby. That's good for the book. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that you saw it, you can corroborate that whole shit. Nah, he did. He He's did. like, nah, that's good for the book, baby. He played titty piano. <laughs> Oh man! Oh shit, man! <laughs> Sis, what y'all been doing out here in the world, man? Oh man, what's been going on? Um, shit, what have I been doing, man? Just working, just in the world. I ain't really been doing that, honestly. I was gonna wait till the you know we've been talking about Pac, mm-hmm. you know, uh, rapper died last week. We talked about top five dead rappers. Mm-hmm. So y'all got a theme going. Nah, well, unfortunately, but today found out Prodigy from Mob Deep died. Yeah. Yep. That's my motherfucker. That's like one of my favorite rappers of all time. Right. Dead ass. Yes. Yes. Like this shit. I I don't even. You know. I haven't even processed it, man. Like it, it's it's stunning. It's stunning for especially, you know, for somebody that's struggled with sickle cell anemia publicly Mm -hmm. for over 20 years for whatever reason I'm still stunned that Prodigy is dead you know what I mean like he he the rap like I almost tweeted I was like his rap you know I used to drink E&J just straight off of Bob D like as a kid (laughs) like that was what got me on that shit his rap was like brown liquor in the way that the shit would be strong you know Mm -hmm. And the shit that make you feel tougher than you really are. You right. know what I mean? Like Prodigy Taller was Taller than you really hell, are. Hell you Prodigy was that motherfucker, man. And um, you know, he was a he's a great MC, one of the best MCs. The infamous album is probably, in my opinion, top five best hip hop albums of all time. So, you know, the shit got me real, you know, I'm, I'm I'm sad. I'm affected by that, but I just wanted to uh just to salute that man on the podcast, yeah, man. Yeah. So Shout out to keep, P. Keep it thorough. Yeah, keep it thorough. The, the irony is, not the irony, but the day just yesterday, dude, I was on the I was on the treadmill listening to to, to, to Prodigy. Yeah. Um, and I created a radio station because on iTunes you could you could create a radio station based off a of certain artist, and I did that. And then the, you know today I found the news that I was like, oh, yeah, man, man, I, you know, I didn't really know how serious sickle cell was. Right. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know you could die from it. Right. I mean, I, I did in recent years, but you know what I'm saying? Growing up, you mm-hmm. know, I knew a couple people with sickle cell. I mean, you know, you ain't, 
I didn't think it was that crazy like that. Right. Until you start really learning. I learned, I, um, I met this girl in the club one night. Mm-hmm. And um, my homie was talking to a friend already. So I met her. And then, you know how you know, you do the follow-up call and shit. And then my mom was like, yeah, she in the hospital, baby. And wow. I was like, what? You know what I'm saying? She got a sickle cell. So, like, the first time I seen her outside of the club was in the hospital. Wow. And that's how I learned how serious sickle cell was. Yeah. See, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it was, you know, <clears throat> but for, like you said, he been living with it so long, you know what I'm saying? You, you almost get the, right. the false belief that, you know. He beat it, right? Like right, Magic Johnson or something. Exactly, like it, it don't. It's not debilitating. It's crazy. It what's what's even. I mean, I don't know if it's the irony, but what's interesting uh, was yesterday was National Sickle Cell Awareness Day. Yesterday, yeah. And the only reason I know that is because my man Nori Davis. He's been on the podcast. He's a comedian who who also has sickle cell. He said <clears throat> he's spoken about it publicly, so I'm not putting him out there. He's talked about it, he's talked about it just as today with the whole prodigy thing, right? But, um, you know, man, uh, salute to them people out there. You know, salute to the, you know what I mean? You know, shit. I don't, you all right, man? Yeah, man. Nah, I don't, you, know, you know, we don't really know exactly what to say. You want to say the, the, the you know, you want to say something profound, but sometimes you just got to just let it live. <laughs> like you're giving the eulogy. Though. Nah, I ain't giving no eulogy. I just... <laughs> I'm gonna be honest you, with you. It's one of my, them, you know, what I'm saying, <clears throat> trying to hold your head back till moment. Nah, <clears throat> nah, <it's, laughs> nah, that ain't that ain't that. But uh, you know, shout out to Prodigy, man. Rest in peace, man. He's a hell of a rapper. One of the one of the illest. Anyway, favorite, uh, yeah. Favorite, uh, fa- Favorite Prodigy song? Which which one's your favorite? I don't know, man. That's a that's a tough one. Shook. Ain't no such things as halfway crooks. Shook ones is crazy. Keep it thorough, thorough is so crazy. I mean, Just how he opened up. Yeah. I break bread, ribs, hundred dollar bills. They was like, all right, they came out in a space where I was in Florida. I was mm-hmm. at FAMU. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Home of all kind of crazy music other than New York music. Right. And the New York contingency, they had a little crew of people, you know what I'm saying, that, yeah. that kept New York alive and popping in Florida. Right. But when Mob Deep came out, right. like you said, they gave they grew about six inches. Yeah. They they got a lot bolder. Yeah. The crowd got a lot bigger. And I think one of the livest parties that that happened at FanU outside of Outcast coming to the moon. Mm-hmm. Was when Mob Deep came the first time to Tallahassee. Oh, it was that. a little ass spot, man. Them motherfuckers down there tore the walls out that place. I can believe it. You know what I'm saying? So they music broke through in a way yeah. that you know what I'm saying. Even in the South, they would you know what I'm saying. Niggas gave them they props. that shit was visceral. You know what I'm like saying? yeah, it was for real. His that, shit was that yeah. dun, dun, dun. shit was crazy. You know what uh, I mean? Yeah, come yeah. on, man. Yeah. Oh shit. But uh, what's up with you, Vlad? Uh, What's your favorite Prodigy boy. record? What's your favorite Prodigy record? Uh, Survival of the Fittest. Mm-hmm. Shook Ones, Quiet Storm. Um, there was one song he had, and it slips my mind right now, where he's in the crib, but he's depressed. Mm-hmm. I forgot the goddamn lyrics, but this song, I gotta find it, because this song, like, it's one of those songs that you relate to. Mm-hmm. And he's holding a gun, and he's in the apartment, he's holding a gun, mm-hmm. and he's pontificating about how depressed he is. Mm. God, what was the name of that, that track? That could be a few. It was out the summer jam? 
Oh. I'll find I'll find the I'll find the name of the track, and I'll put it on the um, I'll put it on the, the Facebook page. I'll put it on the Facebook page. But I literally just created a radio station on um on. Uh, speaking of, of which, I mean, I was speaking of. I mean, I hate you know not not that this is a segue, but last week we talked about Guru as well. Right. And uh, I've been really digesting this dude's lyrics, man. That Mass Appeal song. Yep. <laughs> Crazy, right? That applies to comedy too, man. So you you catching up? You catching oh, up with your rap? Catching up <laughs> slowly yeah, but surely. My brother, yeah, cool. my brother put me on. You know, Complex did like a little like a, I guess twenty minute doc piece on Guru. Mm-hmm. My brother was like, "Yo, you gotta watch this," and I was like, "I don't really know about Guru." He was like, "What?" So I, you know, went on iTunes, got the music, and I mean, some of these songs, "Above the Clouds," yeah, "Mass Appeal," um, "Check the Technique." Yeah, yeah. You um, I you mean, gonna I mean, you lose. gonna write a show about your brother? Well, that's that's you know that's in the that's in the, he whatever I do he's always involved in terms of as a character. Oh, okay. He's always he's always hanging around doing something. But uh, your I'm brother's a good culture guy. influence on you. He's a trip, boy. Give him some propers. <laughs> that dude's a trip. I'll be seeing him this weekend. Probably go record him doing some salsa moves. Um, right. But ain't nothing going on, man. I'm debating if I'm gonna go see uh, Transformers tonight. Oh, it came out. Uh, going solo. Came out. The the Transformers the last night. Don't ignore me. Um, <laughs> what happened? You going solo? No no no. I, I, I hit up a few friends. I'm trying to see uh, who bites. Friends like Jada um, Pinkett friends or or you know what I'm saying? Nah, I hit up I hit up the homie. My boy my boy. He wanted he wanted to see. He was like, Yo, I got to see that. I was like, All right, we'll oh, okay. see if you're around. So I just hit him up. See what see what's what. Oh, okay. But I you know I'm just going to see the special effects. I don't know for whatever reason he'll just get me. Uh, it looks interesting. Yeah, it looks interesting. Where? Right. <clears throat> oh, tonight. Excellent. Um, I'm also excited about this weekend, man. I'm going home and I'm gonna buy my mother some. I told her on on a uh, on Friday. I'm taking her out on the Foot Locker, and I'm getting my mom her first pair of uh, a Boost mm-hmm. uh, Adidas. You got Boost? And uh, man, I got Boosts. Okay. I got with an S. I got, you... I got Boosts. Oh, okay. True. You all in? Okay. I'm all in, man, and I'm just because I called my mom and she was like, I was like, Mom, what kind of sneakers you got? I never took it was it was it was a bit disappointing for me because I I rock a lot of kicks and then it, it just occurred to me when I put the boost on, I was like, what does my mom wear? Why why you thought about your mama? Because I thought about how comfortable the boosts are and how good my feet felt, mm-hmm. and for some reason it went to my mom. My mother had knee surgery like about two three years ago. Mm-hmm. She had a bad patella, and. uh I was like, I wonder what my mom is wearing. For some reason, my mind just jumped to that. Mm-hmm. I said, Mom, what do you got? And she was like, well, I just got some Payless. Oh, Lord. That's no, mm, I know. That my heart good for right your patella. Or your... Payless ain't good for your patella. Or your heart. None of that, that shit. <laughs> it's good my for your budget. Tank, that's it. Oh, you shit. You know, but Payless, Payless is real big in the, in the immigrant community, man. Like, you know, Payless yeah, rocks for sure, real hard. For sure, but that shit is shit. not good. Payless so, is big in every my, community. My heart dropped, so I was like, I can't have my mom in the streets. That ain't even a style, you know what I'm saying, decision. That's a, that's a health decision. <laughs> it was awful. And, you know, they go, they go for about, I don't know what the women's shoe goes for, but they go for about 180, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh... I'm pretty sure she's gonna be a little resistant for me paying that much, but I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna over I'm gonna over I'm making an executive decision. Uh-huh. Now I'm getting to the sneakers. Do you? Now I wanted to ask you: Do y'all care about which I? Wait, wait, wait! Before you ask your question, I got one question. Yeah. Now, what color 
Are you going to get her? So that's that, That's what I told her. I said, Mom, we're going to go to Foot Locker. I'm going to point out to you the section, and you pick the color you like. Right. Whatever you like. Because you know she ain't going to be with the, the, the toothbrush scrubbing them. You know Stacks on deck. Well, here's the crazy part, Ali. So apparently there's other thing called CREP, which is a stain-resistant uh, spray. Yeah. And it works amazing on the on the boost because one, it's prime knit fabric. It's a fabric, and two, the boost absorbs some of the spray. So you gonna prime them up for? I'm gonna prime them. I'm taking my ten care, mom. I'm gonna take. I'm taking. I'm taking sneakers, sneakers home. I'm gonna crep them. I'm gonna give them two coats, and I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot a video of her walking on them and, get, and getting her her review. Okay. I hope they cutting you a check. <laughs> anyway, I hope so, man. <laughs> yeah, man, sell that. That's kind. That's a fucking advertisement. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, you're selling all I'm kind a, of products. I'm like, yo, mom, you know, but I, I wanted to ask you, do y'all, do y'all think about how y'all, y'all, you know, your parental figures are out here in these streets? What kind of footwear they got on? Nope, not no more. I mean, my, my pops invented the term, don't be cheap to your feet, so yeah. I ain't worried about him. <laughs> He's great. <clears throat> I would What's do- What's Father Rockin'? I, you know, he probably, I mean, last time I was with him, he bought some, some one of them newfangled running Nike type of shoes. The modern joints. Okay, he's on it. Yeah, but you know, he 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 probably ain't up with the boost technology, whatever the new whatever. But he ain't looking. He not looking orthopedic with it. Right. I used to do it. You know, like if it was a good year, do Christmas and birthdays. You know, that. if it was a good, if it wasn't a good year, then it's a different yeah, type of I gift. You know, when it's not a good year, it, it affects year. everything. Yeah, yeah, everything. But <laughs> when it's a good year, we could do that. But I tell you this. <clears throat> I've learned over the years, let them people do their thing because sneakers in particular <clears throat> are very, it's very personal. It's a lifestyle thing because you stepping out into the world with these sneakers. Or, so it's cool that you bring your mother to the store to pick out the sneakers that she wants. I think to give somebody some sneakers that you picked, that's a bold choice right. because they might not like them shits. And when people don't like sneakers, you know immediately. They're like, ah. And now you paid, however much you paid for these sneakers, the first thing you going to think every time you see this person is, why you don't have them sneakers on that I bought you? <laughs> that, but sometimes you just jumping. You know, yeah, like, yeah. <clears throat> I'll do a good sneaker gift certificate. Go kill yourself. Do your thing out there, Nike, Foot Locker, whatever. Do your thing. But, like, I, I've I've uh, I've bought sneakers for people, and sometimes when I don't see them shits making appearance, I feel away. You know what I mean? So I've learned. So be careful. Good thing you're bringing your moms to the spot. Now let me ask you this: What if you point to? Is she only limited to Boost? What if you point? Is she? Can she live life like if she don't like Boost? God forbid, because I know you love Boost. But if she don't like Boost, she like hey, you know I'm not really into these Boost joints. They regular. Yeah, they. I'd rather some New Balance. I'd rather some Jordans. Are you good? Are you good with that? I, she at minimum, she at minimum has to try the boots on to feel them out. You know what I mean? Okay, a, a try on she, is and fair. She, and if she says to me, eh, I tried them on, they don't feel crazy, then I'll be like, all right, just pick from the, you know whatever section you want. Mm. But she at least has to try them on because the, the reason I, it made me think about it is because how comfortable they are. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Like a freelance podiatrist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you need to put your feet in these. All right, well, go ahead. Fuck it. There it is. Yeah. You know, I bought my dad some Tim's a couple years ago. You know, he's a super, so. Um, I also got him some ACGs. He was happy with that. That's what's up. Um, 
So, because you know they don't they don't think about what, what'd you do for your like, dad for Father's Day? Well, I'm taking him out to dinner this week when I see him. But on Father's Day, I called him up. You know, wish him a happy Father's Day. You give him no boost. Ooh. Well, he don't. He wow. no, no. Think of, no, no. Let's take a step back here. My father's a my father's a boot guy because he works in the, he works where he lives. <laughs> How you know he he ain't a boost guy? <laughs> Has he ever considered I, the boost? Well, so one of my dad's biggest fears, and he told me this when I was a kid. One wow. of my dad's biggest fears is his toe managing his toe health. Right. And my dad, <laughs> Achilles, yeah. And my dad also tore his Achilles heel uh, moving 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 the toilet. Mm-hmm. So he will not wear any shoe that does not protect his toes and his ankle at this point. Right. Okay. At this so point, he only wears boots. No doubt. Still toe, high top. So I got him. I got him. I got him a nice pair of Tim's, and I got him the. I got him the uh, pair of ACG boots. What's his nice, summer nice toe summer. protection? My father was boots, man. He's a boot dude. He, even he, in the summer. I, you, even one, on the one, beach. One thing he, New York no, this City. Is one, this is one of the things my father tells me when I was when I was growing up. He All was, conditions again. My father said to me, "Is anything you do? If anything you, you learn from me in life, he said this: always keep a pair of sneakers. Oh, sorry, always keep a pair of boots by the door. That's what he said to me." <laughs> All right. Then. And I said, "Why? Mind you, mind you, we grew up in like you know the, the crack era of the Bronx, right?" right? So my father always said, "You never know when somebody when something is going down. A fire could break out. Someone breaks in the house. Someone's doing something outside. You got to have your boots ready." Mm-hmm. Lace my up father was a pair of boots and a bat. He had a pair of boots and a bat. That was his. That was his go-to. Mm-hmm. Security. You got boots by the that, door. That boots by the door to this day. No, do you? Me. Well, I got my. I got my sneakers by the door. Well, okay, but they by the door. And that's also why my significant others. You know, when I when I've had significant others, mm-hmm. my father always told me, told me this too. He was like, he was like, do your best never to go to never to go to bed fully fully naked. What? Why? Because he was like, some shit can go down. You want to make sure you got a pair of shorts on. You want to make sure you're ready, ready to, to deal with whatever comes up. Um, he's he's not honored that principle on many occasions. Oh, I, <laughs> but he put that in my he put that in my head. Like always have a pair of shorts ready or some, have something on because you know some can go down. Right, right, right. I feel almost nice. So, some nice shit. Yeah, you on. just got balls to the wall, man. Fuck it. Flying, <laughs> flying in the wind. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> got to be ready. Got to be ready, man. <laughs> shit, go down. Hey, you know what I'm saying? You're just going to be out there on the block. Oh, I don't. I don't I, hey, when shit go down, even if you got your... I got boots by the door. I got shoes by the door. All my shoes by the door. Take a minute to I'll put your you, foot man. in some boots. Every time some shit went down, though, I always end up out on the block barefooted on, on a mission. Cause shit is real <laughs> You know what I'm saying Cause when shit go down You ain't got time To be lacing up a boot That might be the Miami in you though Cause you right. more comfortable With a with an outdoor foot Nah 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 But by the time <laughs> put something Listen on. listen man The two times when, when the dude stole my son's bike Right And when the dude Tried to break in my house It wasn't no time For boots Boots was the last Shoes was the last thing I was worried about you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I, I had gra- grab other things first, but I ain't grabbed them shoes. It was 20-something degrees outside. It took me a while to even take my shoes off in the crib. Like, mm. when I got my own spot, like, at the, you know, when I was living with my sister, they, you know, you got to take your shoes off because they got, you know, the mm. carpet and all of that type of shit. When I was at my own spot, I had wood floors, 
And if I thought to take the shoes off, I take off the shoes, walk around with socks on, eventually move to a, like a, a, a Adidas slide or something like right. that. But for a long time in life, I would be a cat with my sneakers on all through my crib until it's time to go to bed. You know what I mean? So I'm never off point. Sleeping with your feet hanging out the side of the bed. <laughs> no, nah, I kicked the kicks off. But it wasn't, I didn't have a, I didn't have a, a, a street indoor foot transition going on. Uh, that's, that's that 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 trap etiquette. And it, I always looked at <laughs> You know who was the first with the transition foot though? That's Mr. Rogers. You got to yeah, give him yeah, all credit. Yeah. Mr. Rogers was the first with the tra- he showed you you got an indoor foot yeah, and you, you got, got an outdoor foot. foot. An outdoor foot. Shout out to Mr. Rogers. Anyway, um <clears throat> what else is cracking? Do y'all fuck with daytime television? I mean, I'm never in front of a TV in the daytime. Nah, I think that's a whole... Do you fuck with daytime television, Vlad, or you don't do that either? Mm, well, you know, I, I cut the uh, I cut the cable for a while ago, so I don't, I don't even have access to daytime television. Regular TV got daytime television? No, I, I got, I'm straight internet, baby. I don't, I don't have an antenna, nothing. You don't have no TV? Nah, well, I have a TV, but it's just the Apple TV. It's a uh, cord cutter. Uh, uh, I mean, but the, the other shit is free. Nah, ABC, oh, NBC, right. If you get CBS, you a converter. Oh, you just got to plug the little antenna into your TV. Yeah, but nowadays you got to pay for them shits. No, you pay for what? The, the digital converter. It's not a converter no more. You just got to get an antenna. If you got old TV, you need a converter. Oh, if you got okay. a new TV, you I just think... plug in the antenna. Uh-huh. I got one at my crib. No, but you can, like do that, little white, little you can do that with apps now. Like, there's apps now, like ABC app. You, you can like, watch live television. You yeah, can do that on right. the internet, but I just don't. But I, I just don't do that. I just watch, you know, pre-recorded, you know, I stream stuff, Netflix and... Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't so go back and watch The View? Not, nah. You watch The View? I watch The View. I, you know me. So I'm what a, is it with daytime TV that you like? I'm just, it's just, it starts the day. You know what I mean? <laughs> it starts the day. I like a lot of daytime shows. I like radio sometimes. If I'm leaving, I'm a, I'm a radio cat. Uh-huh. Like... It's something about, for me, it's something about if I feel like my day's going to be productive, I might need to leave the house before 10 a.m. Right. for me to feel like I'm being productive. If I'm at the crib after 10 a.m., I'm going to settle in a little bit. If I don't got no plans, I'm going to settle in. I'm going I'm to flip on the television. I'm going to do my daytime television ride now is I'll, I'll kick things off with a little first take. I'll do the first hour of first take, 10 to 11. I typically would go to The View, right? Mm -hmm. I've been on The View for years and years, uh, but typically would go to The View, but now I've been going to Everyday Struggle, the complex joint that's Mm -hmm. on YouTube. I watch that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then I get my 12 o'clock news. You know what I mean? My little my, my, my news clock news from the local news? From the local uh, news. Shout yeah. out to ABC. <laughs> shout out to Shade Veteran Y and oh Liz Show. I'm in I'm in that. I will do a New York one sometimes, but the New York one just does a loop. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. I need to, I need Man. my TV to the move. Only time I see a, a twelve o'clock news if I'm in a rest in like in a bodega or yeah. in a you know what I'm saying? It's like a little chicken spot around my way there. Yeah, it's in the background. It. It's in like all all of this ain't all dedicated viewing. Right, right, right. Some of this is emails. Yes, and yeah, it's, it's in the background. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Let me see what's going on here. Blah 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 blah. Somebody yeah. got shot. Right. Oh, you know what I mean? Let me rewind that. <laughs> oh, that's fucked up. Um, one o'clock. This is what made me think about daytime TV because okay, like I fuck with the view. I fuck with the chill. 
I like to chew. <laughs> I like to chew a lot. So and this fun. really was going to be a chew appreciation point of the podcast, but okay. none of y'all watch the chew. No, let's tell us, break it down. The chew is basically, it's kind of the view, but a culinary spin. So it's basically is Mario Batali, mm-hmm. famed chef. Michael Simon, another uh, famed chef. Mm-hmm. Carla Hall, who was on... Uh, I think one of those chef cooking shows or one of the or some type of uh reality show. One of them top chef, maybe she was a contestant. I don't even think she made it, but she became such a personality she got on there. And then the other guy, I forget the other guy. Ah, I hate that I forget the other guy. Uh white guy. I think he's more from fashion. I don't think he has anything to do with like um, food, food and shit. But it's just them kicking it, and they you know they have guests on, but they cooking up some shit. Mm-hmm. And they they do their little thing like, I bet y'all could cook something in two minutes, and it's gonna be banging. And the motherfuckers will cook some fly shit. Up. I, this shit is, te- I mean, it's it's nothing crazy. The stakes aren't the highest, but it's something compelling about it. Nah, no doubt. I fuck with the chew. If I'm who's still, that a, the, huh? Who's that girl that wears the glasses on the chew? That's Carla. I call it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Something about it. Oh, where? Oh, I'm sorry. And then there's uh, Daphne. There's Daphne. There's Daphne Oz, which is uh, Dr. Oz's daughter. I forget what her function. It's like a Voltron. You know what I mean? (laughs) But I was watching. I I really fuck with Michael Simon, Carla, and Mario the most. You know what I'm saying? They they do some cool shit. And, uh, you know, but anyway, like, you know, sometimes I fuck with a millionaire. That's if I'm really, I'm on some derelict shit. I ain't doing nothing with my life. I ain't take a shower. I'm watching Millionaire. <laughs> this fucking day is in the toilet. Shit. This is a the, horrible fucking day. By the time the view come on, boy, my email and phone is fucking going crazy. Yeah. Motherfuckers want shit. Hey, man, what's going on? This shit is a wash. <laughs> well, I'm at the crib watching Millionaire. You might put this shit on the books. It's over. Nah, my shit don't really kick off till evening anyway right, right, for yeah, the most you gotta, part you get different kind of business but um <clears throat> yeah I, I i enjoy a little daytime television man uh if you watch daytime television out there let us know what some of your some of your, your choices are what do you fuck with what am i leaving people, out i mean people's court is another one that's if you go to the second people still watch the stories See, that's another thing. See, when I go to my grandmother's house, my grandmother, I think she watches a general hospital. Yeah. One of them at three o'clock. There's one yeah, story. At three o'clock. If she don't catch that shit, she a little tight about it. You know my what I mean? Grandma used to have that shit on lock. Yeah. You better not even think about the TV yeah. until after them stories go off. Yeah, I never got into the stories, though. Yeah, that shit nah. always felt like fake acting. <laughs> uh, felt like the Tupac movie, like you said. It just I mean, no, 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 I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna put that on Tupac. Okay. Tupac movie had some good acting. It just was interspersed with some fucked up acting <laughs> and some bad timelines uh-huh. and some, you know, what I'm saying inaccuracies. Right. You know, little shit like that. Oh shit, man. Yo, how was a uh, a black father? How was Father's Day for you? I was in fucking Charlotte shooting everyday people during Father's Day, so. My Father's Day was really yesterday. No, oh, right. and I got back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, then yeah, put my little gifts in my office and shit. And uh, my daughter, see, this is what happens when you have a daughter, and she the baby. Uh-huh. She took all the credit for for the gifts, <laughs> everything that so, was done. So she rent and wrapped the shits up and then put her name uh, to Daddy from uh, Molly. Uh, <laughs> 
hilarious. Happy Father's Day. Love, yeah. Molly. You know what I'm saying? No one else. <laughs> like, I'm like, Molly, uh, who, did she, this from you? She was like, yeah, I picked it out. Damn. I'm like, you paid for it? No, Mommy paid for it. I picked it out. <laughs> it's my way. gift. I'm like, all right. Like, the baby just t- just tried to take over the whole program. That's funny. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it was cool when they bought me a, a, a much-needed office chair. Oh, I that's a new dope. office chair. My Ergonomic shit. and shit? Yeah, it's just like my shit. My other one started to fall apart. You know what I'm saying? The little arm got shaky and mm-hmm. then went ahead and fell off. Right. So then I went armless for a while. I took <laughs> both of the arms off. <laughs> shit just made a way. <laughs> I went armless. I was went armless with my shit. Then the wheels started fucking up. Uh, it was it was just a wrap. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> looking bad. So now, now well, I'm sitting there. You know, you know, I love, you know I love about that? I love, but I love that that was because you know that was a family conversation without you being there. <laughs> nah, you know my wife been saying it for a minute. Yeah, you need sad a girl? ass chair. I, I, I took you the family going. You know, daddy need a new, he need a new chair. Oh, bless chair. Yeah, yeah. daddy need a new chair. Nah, I'm I'm in a I'm in the, like the little dining room chair. You know that shit get played out after about thirty minutes. Right, you right, can't right. Can't sit there and do no with edit the, with, with the no, straight back. Yeah, with the straight back <laughs> yeah, dining room situation. Right. It was, you broke your psychedelic on that shit. Yeah, <laughs> shit yeah. fucked up. But um. So they got me a new chair, but I got to put it together. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm about to get on that tonight. Mm. So, yeah, it was good, man. It was, you know what I'm saying? I think the the this year, I don't mm. usually do a whole lot of, you know what I'm saying, pontificating on these holidays on the internet or no shit like that. Mm-hmm. But this year, I gave my pops his propers on the internet. I you know saw that, man. It was dope. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? Just went ahead and let him, let him, let him feel some of that. Because, you know, people dying every day, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Isn't that what it takes now to give a motherfucker they props? You know what? That's what it always takes, man. It's like, it's kind of like, because most people don't get their props after they dead, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? They can say, give me my roses while I can smell them. Yeah. But, you know what I'm saying? It was like, you know, you start seeing different things happening, then you grown as fuck now, and you understand you got your own kids, mm-hmm. and you understand certain shit. You understand when certain shit happened in your life, and, you know, Start putting it together, and I, I grew up with my pops, not my, not with my mom. So, right. so I could see where he was, you know, what I'm saying making these types of decisions mm-hmm. based on certain things that I'm in the situation now, making them same decisions. So he's like, man, let me get this man his propers, man, because he did a good motherfucking job. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying to come from where he came from to to get it the way he had it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So. That was, that was that was the that was the highlight of my father's day. That's what I'm saying. Giving up the props. Oh man, happy belated father's say, day, John. Your dad was you did that. John, you got kids. He cool, man. Oh shit, I thought you, I thought you had a kid, John. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I take it back. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> somebody hit me with a happy father's day text. That's how I knew I didn't know that motherfucker. It was just like a four hundred eight zip code. Happy father's day, chief. I was like, nah, fam. Motherfuckers assume once you get a certain age, you got babies <laughs> and shit. You know, fuck it. Motherfucker, uh, motherfucker assumed that my kids was like. Grown, like grown, like you know what I'm saying. Like, oh, I thought your kids was like twenty something. I'm like, how? How are you twenty something years old? Like, you think I was just throwing a D in junior high? Hey, she was like, nah, you know, it just, I just thought, you know what I'm saying. I'm like, nah, all my kids together in the same house. I like, mean, a lot of that, real? a lot of them cats that did the teenage pregnancy shit. They over with now. They yeah, done. they, they good. They they on vacation. They are living the best life. They are on vacation. Their kids is taking them on vacation. Yeah, now. that's like that's like the kickoff return when you win the. Uh, when you win the coin flip, it's like, do you want the ball now or you want to take it after the half? You know I'll saying? take it after the half. You know what I'm saying? Oh, shit. Put it in put it in the work early. Word. Get it back while you still got it. 
Vlad, what you saying? I was going to say, you know, Ali's pop. I saw the Facebook post. He's a cool cat, man. Yeah. Yeah, cool yeah, cat. yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's for player, player. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he was definitely, yeah. Yeah, he, he cool motherfucker now. Yeah, he, you know what I'm saying? He ain't play no, take no shots either. That's what's up. Mac, the Mac Ten bag. Uh, that's what people was posting under my comments. <laughs> the Mac Ten bag. Oh, I'm turning the Mac. Hilarious. Now, when, I, when, I put, yeah. when I put the picture on IG, you know, by a couple yeah. comments like, "Oh, Mac Ten bag." That's now they got a visual. That's legend. That's legendary. <laughs> they got a visual on that mug. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, man. So it was good, man. That's what's up. Ah oh, man, Vlad, anything else that you got going on? What else we got going on here, man? Um, yo, I, I, a, I mean, not always, but there's a couple nights lately, man, where I just, I can't sleep. Mm-hmm. About once, twice a month, like, you know, just tossing and turning all night and like, I, bought, I went ahead and bought a, I bought a sound machine. You mm-hmm. know what that is? Yeah. It gives you that it plays little... white noise. Right. What that man? It, so it plays like a, a neutral sound. It's almost like it sounds like a fan blurring, like just like a fan. Mm-hmm. You know, therapists use it at their office to maintain privacy. Right. And I've been using that. It works sometimes, but it don't work sometimes. You know, I get up, I start reading, and the problem is when you don't sleep, the next day is just shot. Wow. Because just I'm not alert. You know, I got to drink. You know, you just gotta. You got to. Not as a. Uh, not as focused, you know. Just I'm not. I'm not on my game. So what do y'all do when y'all can't sleep, man? Y'all just like y'all watch a certain show. You put jazz on. Like what, what y'all be getting into? I don't never have no problem with going to sleep. If I'm up, I want to be right. up. You know what I'm saying? And I, right. I usually stay up late. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and nowadays I get up early, so I don't be worrying about that sleep. I, I I gave up on that when I was a teenager. I was like, fuck it. Fuck sleep. Yeah, fuck. Not just fuck sleep, but just like, you know, all right, yeah, I done spent a lot of time up and I know I got to be to school tomorrow. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Just, so, just go stay up. Just not stay up. You just go to whatever hour, two hour you get. You know what I'm saying? That's going to be that. You mm. go to school and then, like now, man, like now, I probably go to bed at 12. I got to get up at three to eat for the Ramadan. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You stay up or you go back to sleep? Some days, I, if I got work, I stay up. If, if I don't have shit to do, I'll go back to sleep. But for the most part, even if I go back to sleep, I'm still going to get up about, you know what I'm saying, at, at like seven. Mm-hmm. So that's another three. So that'll be five. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I don't have no problem going to sleep. If I want to go to sleep, I lay down. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and that's it. I don't really I have to go yeah. to sleep. I don't really have a problem going to sleep at the end of the day. Like a nap is something I can't really all the way just shut off in the middle of the day right. like I can't do that but uh, like going to sleep yeah I, all I gotta do is just get tired and I mean I could kind of, if I just lay my ass down for a while I could go to sleep too but typically I'm falling down tired by the time I go to sleep like right. I you know when yeah, I you, you know, did the most yeah I did the most I'm ready to just crash I look I, at it like that it's time I to crash to go to bed now. right right exactly <laughs> this shit is, it's over I mean, so like when you laying there, like what's going on? Like you got insomnia or something? No, it's like uh, so. Like I'll be on the couch watching TV, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like all right, I can't watch TV, but I'm also like not sleepy yet. Like I'm not, I'm not ready to fall asleep, but I also I'm, I don't have the energy to just focus on a show and follow the storyline. Well, what so time? I'm like, is I need to go to bed. Oh man, my my bedtime varies. If I'm working, you know, if I'm working, I'm up to like two, three. You need to get some pussy in your life. Regular night. 
Huh? You need to get some pussy in your life. Yes, I'm sorry, I can't you cut out. <laughs> you need a significant other. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You heard me. I mean, <laughs> you blow I, the load. I think, I think I think Trump is crazy too, man. You know. <laughs> Shy guy is back. Yeah. Nah, man. You so, know, I don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't know, man. Shit. Well, so what you do? You can't watch TV. You can't focus on TV, but you can't go to sleep. So I've been. I bought a. I bought a little Bose speaker. I think I told you. So I've been using that. I put a little. I put a little slow jazz on some. That put you John Coltrane or something like that. That put you, know you to I mean? sleep. That knocked me out sometimes. Yeah. True. So, but the good thing about being a comic is that you know you have spare hours during the day, so I'll be napping. Hmm. Oh. Speaking of comedy, have you seen Vlad? Or have you probably have you seen? Have y'all seen? I'm dying up here. On Showtime? I have not. Uh, I heard from a few friends that it's not doing well ratings-wise. No, oh, it might not be. But is it good to you? I like it. I like the shit what so far. It it's kind of, I guess it's based on this book, I'm Dying Up Here, that came out maybe five, ten years ago. Uh, but it's based on like the L.A. comedy scene back in the late 70s, early 80s, mm-hmm. particularly the comedy store, you know what I mean? And... Uh, and it's kind of it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I like how they handle. I like what they do. I like how they handle comedy. It's pretty interesting. Uh, Al Madrigal, who's a comedian, he's on there. Uh, Jim Carrey executive produced it. Melissa Leo is on there. Uh, Judy Gold, who's a comedian, she's on there. It's pretty. It's you know it's pretty good. I like I like the shows. It's probably uh, three episodes in so far, and. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I wish, I wish somebody here saw it. I wish y'all, one of y'all saw it. You know what I mean? It's, it's. I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out what I like about the show. Like, uh, it's always weird to watch comedy shows about, which comedy. you know what I mean, right. about comedians and shit. Because you always want to pick it apart or whatever. Right. But uh, you know, I kind of dig it. It's pretty good. Uh y'all, y'all should check it out. Y'all, y'all check out. The they Kevin. need your ratings. Y'all check out the Kevin Hart book. Yeah, I've been I've been listening to it on Audible. Oh, you got the the audio book. Yeah, I be, I got the yeah. Audio. My homeboy, my homeboy D, listened to it on the audio book. Right, he inspired. He not a comedian, nothing. He, yeah, yeah. He, no, he, he called me every chapter. Hey man, shit, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I know you tired of hearing you saying this shit, but you know, Kevin Hart said. Nigga, Kevin's inspiring. <laughs> like Kevin Hart said. Yeah. Kevin's <laughs> inspiring. Kevin Khaled. I was just listening to a Khaled situation. Khaled got a book. Yeah, Khaled had a book about a. Six months ago, that's the one you listening to. The keys. No, I was I was watching his interview. He got an album coming out this next week or whatever. Okay, but just just like Kevin Hart, both of they they both kind of believe in like they take their lumps, they don't complain, they just keep moving, keep moving forward, stay positive, keep working. That's basically what the gist of it is. Right. Throughout it all, you know what I mean. I saw it. I, I got through it. I seen you know. You know, I was struggling, but I turned it around. It was consistency. It was just making sure that every day was better than the last. And you don't it, believe that? No, I believe it. It's just some some people are better at delivering it than others. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? It, and it always, we always say this shit all the time. It, it, it fares well when you're winning. You know what I'm saying? Right, if right. a motherfucker ain't winning, he can tell you the same information, but you'd be like, that's some bullshit. Right, right. But, you know, that's, it's, you know internally, it's how you feeling when you're going through it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, when you're going through it, that's really, like, when you already commit to some shit yeah. and you're going through it, that's really all you got left. 
You know what I'm saying? Is yeah. to stay positive. Right. Because everybody already coming at your throat like, nigga, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Blah, right. blah, blah. You got whoever calling on your phone, motherfuckers right. who you owe, motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? So your only motherfucking weapon is positivity and, and thinking that the next move is going to be the, the move that, right. that, you know what I'm saying, that busts you through. And just even, not even just positivity, but just perspective. Right. How you look, how you look at the situation, right. because you know it's one thing to be positive, and it's another thing to say, you know what? Let me look at this situation from another angle mm-hmm. and see a problem as an opportunity. And you know what I mean? And when you, when you, like I said, when you commit to some shit all the way like that, especially over years, yeah, that's that's your real strongest weapon, man. Let me turn this shit into something. I know this shit is fucked up today, right? I know nobody else can't see this shit. I know. My old lady tripping, right. you know what I'm saying? But I have to make this shit work in the sun. I, I need to make this shit work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and once you get it going, yeah, it's, it's like you said, it's easy to say it when you're winning, but even when you're saying it when you're broke, you know, some some people going to hear it and listen to it, you know what I'm saying? Right. But some people just ain't going to take it from from you on the surface because the surface don't look like nothing. Right. But you can't worry about that shit, man. Yes, you got to drop your seeds in the ground and hope they grow, man. That's what it is. And, and yeah, man, like, and nothing, nothing ultimately defines you, too. You know, something defines um, you. No, in the sense of like, so something went bad. Like, so you had a bad, a bad streak of luck or whatever. Right. That does not define you. You know, like, um, yeah. unless you let it. It's, it's, yeah, if you lay down you right there, it. then it, that's that's yeah. what that's what they um. That's how you say what how they gonna how they gonna tell your story. Right. You know what I mean? You leave it up to the people. You you gotta you gotta tell your story, man. If you lay down right there and let it beat you, that's where you at. That's what you gave. The and people. there's also there's also you know you gotta be careful about feeling like you know like your like your personal struggle is somehow makes you less than you know. Mm-hmm. Like damn, if I was somebody else, I would have done better. That's you know, no one no one is perfect, nah, man. You, like you can't you know? never take that perspective because you ain't gonna never yeah. be nobody else. Exactly. <laughs> all you it's all you got is you. So. Yeah. That's 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 that perspective is weak. Mm. Only God could judge you. you know what I'm saying, let's get it. Yeah, it is. It's the summer of seeds. This is this is inspiration season. <laughs> now, now, just keep going, keep going. That's what's up. Uh, I guess it's about that time. I feel like it's time to transform and roll out. Vlad, tell the people where you're gonna be at. I'll be in New York, man. I'm in New York this week. Uh, I'll be there uh, Thursday, Friday. Saturday, Sunday, I'm working the comic strip live, the stands, mm-hmm. and catching the city uh, all weekend. All right. Muhammad, you at any, right. anywhere? I'm um, I'm here until I'll be next time I'm on the pod, then right after that, I'll go to Essence Fest. Oh, all right. But I'm right, here right, until right. then, so yeah. All right, back, back, back. Yeah, I'm in the city, man. I'm in, uh, Yo, check out Comedy Knockout. I'm on TV Thursdays. Comedy Knockout, 11 p.m. I was watching last week's episode with... Uh, Autumn Marine, Tone Bell, and Kyle Kinane. And that shit was funny as hell. Like, I'd freak, I was watching it like I wasn't there. That shit was funny, man. You know, shout out to the people that's been watching. I want y'all to continue watching. We got this season was, it was the best yet. So nice. check it out. You know what I mean? If you want to see me sweaty in a, in a bomber jacket, hosting a TV show, watch Comedy Knockout Thursdays on True TV. You know I ain't struggling about no ratings, but you know what I'm saying? We need all of them. Yeah, I need the people to watch. Come on, watch the people. Anyway, uh, until then, as always, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even an enemy. To get in the conversation. Uh, We out.
thing of it all is to be in the conversation, conversation, conversation. This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. We out.